91.5 can't you Thibodeau what is going on everybody this is DJ Phoenix here back with another episode of Nerd Hour it's nice to be back after a what felt to me as a bit of a short um, winter break but anyway not, not to beat around the bush or anything but let's get on to what I'm here to talk about for you today and that is my review for um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet now this game has gotten like very I'm not sure if I would say mixed reviews, but you mostly hear like people mostly hear people talk about like the big like glitches and everything and like how comparing it to like past Pokemon titles. But me personally, I found the um, experience to be very uh, enjoying and very fun compared to what other people might have to say about it. So I'm here to give my thoughts and takes on it. And hopefully y'all enjoy what I have to say. And I'd have to say, like, this is a big, like, spoiler warning. Maybe not big as, like, talking about some of the recent, like, movies that came out like I did in the past. But more so, like, spoiler warning for those that haven't played it yet. If you're still, like, on the bench about it or, or anything, really. So, uh, to start things off, I was... At first, I... I was a bit bored with the game because, like, I've for the first good half of it, I, I was just like running around aimlessly. And by running around, I mean like not know where I was going because they give you like a, a um quest indicator where to, where to go and everything. But running around aimlessly because like this is act like for a mainline Pokemon game, this is their first actual open world game. And I thought we were going to get that with um, Sword and Shield back then when it first came out. But, nope. It, that, the only real open world aspect for Sword and Shield was, like, the wild area, really. And that was, like, I'd have to say, like, 10% of the map and what, you're, and what you would be doing in the game. But Scarlet and Violet really amped it up, say, telling you that you could literally go anywhere. And that's what I meant. And that's... And, like, it... It was boring to me at first because I was re I really wasn't just getting anywhere. I was too busy trying to like discover everything that I could at that point. But when you get when you get like the option to like ride on your the legendary Pokemon being Maridon and Coridon, then things start getting like fast paced to where like I I really don't want to like put the controller down or anything. And that's what really like had had the eye open had it eye opening for me. And um, like when when I said like you could go anywhere you want, my problem with that aspect was like it's not a big problem per se, but it's a problem to where like I was hoping that they that um Game Freak could like act, could like do this in a right way because I'm not. I'm pretty sure they said in one of their trailers that you could tackle um, any any like main objectives any way you want, being being the gym leaders, the um, team star raids, or the Titan Pokemon in the game. And I was actually kind of excited for that because in the in all the past Pokemon games, they've all been like really linear, saying like you could only do you have to do this in this specific order. And with Scarlet and Violet coming out, I was hoping that that would change, actually. But what ended up happening is that, 
yeah, you could go anywhere you want, go to any gyms what you want, but they're not scaled to like what your expected level is to be. So they're like the first two gyms that you could that are like closest to you that you could fight are a bug type gym and a grass type gym. And I'm pretty sure they give you like recommendations on where to go first, but it's kind of vague at some point to where like you'll be vastly e either underprepared or overprepared at that point. They tell you, and the first gym to go to in their eyes is the bug type gym, while the second uh, gym leader would be the grass type. And I was, like I said, I was hoping that you could go to tackle any gym that you want. But if you really, it's really, I mean, you still can if you want the challenge. However, however, I've still felt like they could like just scale it down to your level. So like when, like as some, as most Pokemon fans know that when you beat a gym, you could, they say like you could catch Pokemon up to a specific level later. You could catch a Pokemon at a specific level higher than what you're usually at. And that's and that's five and the scale is five levels each gym batch you get. I was hoping it it would be something like that. So like when you beat, say like you would go up against like the the last gym that they would want you to fight, but have it scaled down to where you are at the current point. So like you have no badges and you go to like the last area to where they recommend you fight the last gym. So it. So like in this game, it would be the ice type gym, and he would have his. They would have his Pokemon scaled down to about like, at max like level twenty. I would have to say so. That's what I was hoping for, really. But it was still, it was still interesting to go different places and everything. And um, speaking of which, they've made the um, the gym leaders and as a storyline along with two others, first. In my opinion, these storylines were pretty cool, actually, because um, it does. It's not just really like a storyline on like, hey, just do this and whatever. It's it really also scales out like what's up the certain the specific characters that are in those storylines and why they actually do it. It actually is pretty. It's pretty cool on how they actually did it. So the. The gym leader storyline it it's your typical gym gym leader uh road to gym leaders stuff like that you fight one gym then you fight the next but but like i said it's more about the characters in my opinion so like the main character for the gym leader storyline is this person called namona who people will say like is crazy and everything and and i could kind of see where they're getting at but otherwise let's let's see what i'm trying to think say about this ah uh, yeah um otherwise she it's more so like she fi can finally find someone that could um ma match her in potential well not potential but like pure like pokemon battling because apparently she's already a champion ranked pokemon trainer but at the start of the game but she starts over because she sees like potential in you to be like to be a true rival to her and seeing her just and like, yeah, it they're more more so more so less. I'm playing into the trope of like, hey, this is like the char like the character that will say like, hey, you know about super effective moves and all that. Cool. 
that's been happening for like the past two generations. I'm not sure if um your rival in Sun and Moon did it, but I know like your rival in um in Sword and Shield did. But well, the only thing that I would change about that really is um is if like like people are saying give us like a challenge mode or so that's not like you have to make it yourself there's like a built-in challenge mode where like you she has her like old team apparent because she has two teams at this point the one that she has already and the one that she builds along with you have her i would like her to have like her old team and go up against you at certain points of the of the game i find i would find that pretty interesting that and like the gym leaders the gym leaders actually have more personality than like the past ones have because let's see, my favorite one is the water the water type gym leader he's just a, a in my opinion he's a big old goofball really and he he's always just like being so he's actually funny and so sporadic and frantic about everything and from that alone i i found that like it get, like I said, it gives more personality to them than just being like, hey, the, it's like, hey, it's instead of just like playing like, like uh, Pokemon type puns and everything, it's like they have their own personalities. Like the electric type gym leader is a um like a live streamer really, and live streams are battles and everything. The like I said, the grass gym leader is a is an artist and actually like it goes back to to him at some points. So. Props to Game Freak to actually like giving them more uh, more personality and like instead of just having them be this sort of like bland character. And um, let's see what else. That's and the and how they did the Pokemon League actually was different because normally it's just like you go to the Pokemon League and that's it. And let's see the I like how it was. I find it interesting that they had an inter like an interview portion at first saying like, and you can actually fail that. It's not like you click the wrong one. It's like I'm sorry, did you meant to say something else? No, you can like legit fail it at some at some points of the interview, and it. And I found when I saw that I was like, wow, that I didn't think that could actually happen really, but um, otherwise the po Pokemon League is, it's the Pokemon League that. You fight four trainers in a row, but this time you could actually... At, no, I was about to say, like, you could stop at certain points and, like, heal up your Pokemon. No, you could do that in the past. It was just, like, once you step into the room, you couldn't, like, go back or anything. And the champion... The champion battle is just a champion battle. It's what it is at that point. Um, Going on to the um next portion of... Not the next portion, the next... um storyline being following the main character this main character named arvin his was actually i i'd have to say like his is the best of the three storylines that are in there because like it's more this one is more emotional than anything else it focuses more on emotions and everything and this this is also how you get uh upgrades for your um for your riding legendary because it's the main plot of the story, the main goal of the story, is to fight these Titan Pokemon because it might hide the certain herb that will, uh, it will, that will um actually like boost like 
po- both people and Pokemon's like immune system and like but it's essentially like a a fast paced like healing not healing up uh, it sort of gives like buffs to to you and Pokemon itself so and like the way I found the way what I mean by it's more emotional than anything is because like of why he's more driven to um find these specific herbs because like his partner pokemon known as mabostiff it's it's very got into an accident before uh we meet him actually and it and it's and in a book that he found it said that these herbs could actually like heal it back heal pokemon back up to its back to its prime and everything like make like all like injuries were essentially not there and like i like i said it's emotional because not only is he doing this for like a just cause or whatever because apparently uh him and mabasif were essentially he had he essentially only had mabasif in his life and he said that if he lost him then he probably couldn't he wouldn't know what to do and like when you eventually do heal him heal them back up to what to what he was at before you could see like the raw emotion in in like how arvin moves and everything and another thing another gripe that i have and a lot of other pokemon fans will have is once again that there's still no voice acting because if if there was voice acting in the final scene for him and my boss stuff i would have I probably would have shed a tear, maybe not like full on cry, but I would have like like shed a tear of how like adorable and how heartwarming it was for that scene to happen. Because not only that, but like they they showed like a bit of voice acting with with showing off like the electric um gym leader, but it wasn't put in the actual game and. I could agree that there's a lot more stuff that they could that Game Freak could do that um that I feel like that that just doesn't happen. But I would love to see more. I'd love to see more. And like, I hope that the DLC that happens later on, because there most likely will be DLC, is um I hope that um I really don't know what would happen because. You don't think about what could the what the possibilities could ha- could be like what it's focused around until it happens and you'd be like why didn't I think of that at first? But um yeah, and the um last storyline is is focused around the main character named Penny. It's focusing on the team star raids. Now, when you're going into it, you may think that teams that the new like quote-unquote evil team is going to be like the last two that have been advertised being like at the first being uh team skull and then i'm team yell that they're really just going to be pushovers really and not all not all that much until like the big bad comes up team star in this one actually like differed from what i was going to be expecting really because in this one, Team Star is focused around a group of kids who were essentially bullied for for stuff that they have done 
Not like stuff. I mean, like, like some like bully them off of looks. Some bully them off of what they do, and they decided to form up and try to like stand up to the bullies and everything. And they do, but it sort of backfires on them. So now they're just like out. They're still in school, by the way, but they're outside, out in the world, try essentially like. There's this operation called T. I don't know what the operation is, but you're essentially going out to stop it and try to like bring them, like make sure that nothing happens to them because you are sent into the operation by a mysterious person, person named Cassiopeia, and they they are saying that they want their that Team Star goes by a code saying that the only way that they could stop doing what they're doing is if they are being in battle and they think that you, you the player are capable enough to take them out and what i have to say about it is that the first few like the first two or three team star battles that you do are kind are quite like kind of easy i wouldn't say quite easy because the because like me personally i when I was just roaming around doing my own thing, I was over leveled at most points of the game. But other than that, uh, the the last two Team Star raids because there are five of them, I f- those were actually pretty difficult for me because um, I'm not sure if it was like just my Pokemon team or anything or like the moves that they had specifically, but they were quite strong and they like. Most attacks nearly brought me to less than half health, or they just one shot at me, and I didn't think that could happen in these. With most of these later Pokemon games, I didn't think that could happen. But um, going back to like the Team Star battles, it's not really a battle per se. Like you fight a bunch of grunts and then you go to like their admin or leader. No, this act it actually made it into some sort of like a kind of like a they call it a Team Star. They call it a raid, really. And what you do is um is essentially you pick your you pick three Pokemon and you have them go you have them go into battle and fight and fight a bunch of Pokemon in a in a time limit. Now that time limit is very um generous, seeing as how you have to only beat like thirty of them, and you could just like I fin- I essentially finish a like a raid before the the boss comes out in about like a minute or two i'd never like had any trouble like going through all of them and it's essentially defeat 30 pokemon in in 10 minutes because you just send them out and and you auto battle them and that counts as a defeat now if it if i was to change anything about it i would change like like the time limit and how many Pokemon you have to defeat, depending on like which um, which um, Team Star base you go to. And um, after that, you fight their you fight the bosses of where they're located. And the last Pokemon is all a Pokemon called uh, Reverum. And I found it interesting because normally Reverum is a steel steel poison type Pokemon, but when you fight a team star admin, the the river room takes the form of like their of the like of the big truck that they're riding on, 
and it just turns into like whatever typing it is you're going up against at that point so there's a dark there's a steel dark type i'm pretty sure steel fire funny enough there is a steel poison type in as one of their as one of the pokemon a steel um fairy and a steel fighting and they all have a have a move that essentially plays off of what typing they are i forget which one because each name is different than uh each name is different compared from each other is what i'm talking about and once you fight all fight all once you fight all five of the team star bosses cassiopeia reveals that she is like the essentially big boss the one that uh brought everyone together and uh and is asking you to defeat her and to put a stop to team star once and for all and and it's revealed to be penny because at that point it was sort of obvious and everything and her fight was also pretty difficult because it's essentially a team of all evolutions and they all have baby doll eyes which lowers your attack stat and that is, and my team was comprised mostly of um, physical attacking Pokemon, and that really like hurt them because it would stop. It would, what a normal one hit shot would do, would take like two shots, and even still, it would be one shot. My Pokemon died, and I have to send another one in to finish it off. So, most most of these battles are pretty difficult. Then 